Thank you, everyone, for coming. I know it's post-church. Uh, thanks for being here and spending some time with us. I'm Sean, if you didn't know me. It's all sweat front this morning. Um, I'm chair of our leadership team, so I've got this role of talking to you all and welcoming you all. Um, just as a way of like preparing us for this space, I just want to like pray and we can talk about, I'll tell you what's, what's coming up here. Father, we thank you for this community. Um, and God, thank you for being present here. So as we become a community where we are learning to discern your presence and learn to experience your presence, we just acknowledge that you are here and we ask for your help in knowing your presence. So Lord, guide us through this um, update. Help us create clarity around you know, what we're discerning as a leadership team. Amen. Amen. So we want to take just a few minutes um, after church on a Sunday to be able to give you an update on some of the things that the leadership team has been talking about. It's a very short amount of time, so we're hoping just to like introduce a lot of information. We are planning to have a longer family meeting, then we'll talk about that in a few minutes. But it's important to us that as we learn to do family, that we are transparent with the things that we're talking about and the things that are that are on our table as a leadership team. So it's not just because we want to be accountable to you, although we do, but it's because we're learning to do family together. So that's kind of the heart of what we want to do here, just bring information to you. So because it's a short time, we also don't have a lot of time for Q&A, so we're not going to actually do that this morning. I just want to set your expectations, but we do want your questions um, and your concerns. So if you do have questions, please like take note of them, write them down. You can either send an email to it's on our website and it's on the bulletin, leadership at stclaircommunity.com. Or you can talk to one of the leadership team uh, members. So if you're on leadership team, can you just like make yourself visible to everyone else? Maybe just stand up, maybe even. So if you if you know one of these people and you feel more comfortable like raising a question up to them afterward, please do that or send an email uh, and we can respond to your questions then, okay? So I'll just leave it there. I think I've spent my two minutes. <laughs> Amy has a very tight like timeline for us for this meeting. So <laughs> um, we're going to bring up Amy, and she's going to reflect on the vision of St. Clair. Go for it. Um, so I'm tasked with just talking about like where are we coming from when we make decisions and as we are listening um, to the voice of the Father leading this community. So I'm speaking on behalf of the leadership team and uh, staff. Um, so each week at St. Clair, we pray, thy kingdom come. And it's really easy to just say those words without thinking about them or really no even knowing what we mean by that. But what we are doing every time we pray that is ushering in uh, God's kingdom um, and his plan for the reconciliation of all things. We've 
Matt talked about this this morning, that we have been given the ministry of reconciliation. Um, So we believe that in God's love for us, he made a plan for his redemption that actually is partnering with us. However, we are fallen and we fail at loving him and we fail at loving other people. And so our only our only option is to look to the life of Jesus and by the help of the spirit model our lives after him. And so when we talk about discipleship at St. Clair, that's what we mean. We mean um, this posture of following Jesus's example and his life. Um, we also believe that disciples make more disciples, that that is part of the definition of what a disciple is. Um, and it's that kind of exponential growth that we are counting on in our vision mission statement, which is to make disciples in the Sherman Hub, in Hamilton, and in the world. Um, so we're not seeking to make disciples to build St. Clair as a thing. We're, uh, we're seeking to make disciples because that's what he called us to. And that is how we expand the kingdom of God. Um, so each, each disciple is pushing the edge of the kingdom of God to his plan for total reconciliation of the world. So how we do that at St. Clair, how do we make disciples? We've talked about a lot actually this morning already. Um, we believe in family. Uh, Will talked about how family forms us. We believe that in the Trinity, God is giving us an example of family. Um, and we believe in mission. And that's not like missionaries, although we believe in missionaries. It's the mission of finding God's presence at work in the world and figuring out how are we going to join with people. It's the mission of being interruptible because we are focused on Jesus enough to know where he is leading us. And the place that we work that out, we've already heard this morning, is our missional families. Um, We also believe in developing leaders because we know that uh, following God and is living countercultural, and we want to invest in the leaders um, who can help us do that. And we do that through our huddle groups, which is um, an intentional discipleship program or curriculum. Um, and we believe in prayer and discernment. Um, as a staff and a leadership team, we spend a lot of time praying and listening. Um, and just seeking what is God's direction for us, not what is uh, like human wisdom or good responsibility uh, of an organization. Um, So we don't know everything, uh, but we know what he has told us. And we hope that as we do that, we're actually modeling that process for everyone in our community to apply to their everyday lives. So like every decision that we make. Um, And one of the ways, this is a newer thing that we've started, um, actually just in the last month, the way that we're trying to work that out is in our prayer groups. Um, So those are just a few of the things that we like hold as kind of the structure of how we're moving this thing of St. Clair forward. Um, 
But above all of those things, we just believe that the kingdom is far greater than anything we can do. And so uh, over the last six years, which is how long we've been kind of doing this Sunday gathering, um, we've been asked over and over, specifically like Matt and Dave, about our approach to this kingdom mindset of church. And um, we've partnered with many organizations 24-7 in Canada, in the U.S., True City, 541, 1401, which is our church plant, Vision Ministries, Redeemer University, the Anglican Church, and many more. Um, And the reason that we've offered our time, financial resources to those things is because we believe in kingdom. Um, We believe that anything that has been given to us or spoken to us is actually for the kingdom, not just for St. Clair. Um, And so that is kind of the lens that we we use um, in our discernment, um, in the way that we staff St. Clair. And um, we're going to continue seeking him in the ways that he is leading us in that. Michelle is going to talk a little bit about the staff. Hey, if you don't know me, my name is Michelle, and I think most of us in this room have realized that in the past six years, there's been exponential growth. We have had many come into our church, and so a big part of that is our staff. Um, Within this last year, we have hired a few new staff members, as many of you have noticed. And so as we continually um, discern and hear God's voice, we really want to be open with you and transparent about kind of our staff roles, which we are working on. And we will um, kind of tell you guys more of the breakdown um, as that comes um, out in our meetings. Um, This year we hired Amy, and so now we have three kind of full-time pastoral staff, which is Amy, Dave, and Matt. And then we also hired on three um, part-time staff, which is Jen and Will and Andrew doing kids. And so as we kind of lean into that vision that God has given us, that vision of building, that vision of blessing, not only our community, but the kingdom and our city, Um, We really want to be able to allow our staff to lean into their calling and their desires and also to always be present for our community. And so that's kind of our next steps. And yeah, if you have more questions, we are always available. And when you see our staff, just always keep them in prayer because they are always doing so much for us and we value them so much. So we know that they value your prayers and your support. So, thank you. Hi, everyone. My name is Kate, and I'm here just to share an update of what, um, like, our process of coming to Ryerson. So, in July, we left the Germania Club club to come here. And it's been a great five months of transitioning. There's been lots of um, benefits and great things about coming here, but there have also been some challenges. 
And so we wanted to hear from you. So in November, the leadership team, we split up and went to all the different missional families to connect with you, to have a survey and see sort of how you are feeling, some of the good things that you've experienced and also some of the challenges. And we just want to let you know that we have heard all of your um all of the concerns and the good things that you also shared. Um, and we're not going to be kind of digging into that here today, but we want to let you know that we've listened to you and we want to uh, share more about that at the family meeting. Um, so if you ever have questions or concerns, please bring them to the leadership team. Uh, we want to hear from you and we've committed to Ryerson for the next six months. Uh, so we're not exactly sure what that will look like going forward. Um, but we want to let you know that we have said yes, that we will be here for the next six months, but we are open to sort of whatever God has for, for us in the next season. Hello, everyone. I am Craig and I'm here to tell you about 1401. So as of January 15th, I think, we no longer have an office or a prayer space at 1401. Uh, the owner there decided to increase the rent exponentially. And so as a leadership team, we prayed and discerned and felt that we needed to let it go. Um, but 1401 as a church plant has worked out a deal that they're still there in, for two time slots, basically Sunday and Monday mornings. And they worked that deal out until March. So please join us in prayer for them as they discern what is next for them, where they may go. And also for us, our heart and desire is to have a permanent prayer space of our own that we could have unlimited access to. So would you just pray for us and where that may be as well? Uh, we are blessed that Ryerson has generously offered us a space just to meet for uh, office time for like staff and everything. But other than that, so that we also need prayer and discerning on that as well. Thank you guys for everything. So. Hi, everybody. I'm Elaine. Um, first of all, I just want to thank everybody for their giving and just pray God's blessing on you for, for your financial giving and for your service and time and your care and prayers. Um, I'm just going to talk about the framework for the budget when, um, as Amy has said, um, we spend a lot of time in prayer because this is not like stewardship of the funds that are donated. It's not like we're not running a business. It's not a corporation, which I've worked in corporations and know all about trend reporting and the bottom line and that's not what St. Clair is about. We are living in the kingdom of God and as we were meeting specifically about the budget we really felt the Lord saying that it's not business, it's not the budget, it's about vision and what is it that the Lord is calling us to and as we look at our finances it's not something that we see the numbers historically and think, oh, uh, we have lots of money to do, to do such and such, or, oh, we only have a little bit of money. We probably shouldn't do that. We, we try not to be um, 
driven by that kind of thinking. And, at, but at the same time, we don't just close our eyes to it. We, we look at that and, and we weigh the practicality, but mostly what we are pushing for is what is the vision of God. And so as um, Dave presents the, the numbers, the practical aspect of a budget, just know that we are holding it as a vision because it's, God has said, without a vision, the people perish. And everything that, you know, it's the vision of God first. It's the discipleship. It is the, it is the kingdom of God that is in the forefront and is our foremost heart's desire and numbers and practical things come in and, and it's a support. So um, just to know that we are, we are, we, we try to listen to God for what his vision is for all of our hearts joined together. Good morning. Uh, for those of you who don't know, my name is Dave Knox, uh, and I'm going to be giving us uh, sort of a brief overview of where our finances landed for 2019 um, and where we're going for 2020. We'll be going into this in more depth in our family meeting, which will be an evening meeting that will allocate a couple hours to that will allow time uh, for questions and discussion and uh, that type of thing, but really just wanting to give an update here. Uh, so that's on the back of your the other side of your agenda sheet. Uh, you should have uh, all of all of the information that we're going to be showing here on the screen. So we can just jump in. Yeah, that's good. Um, so uh, last year, you'll see here on the slide, uh, we brought in uh, thirteen thousand two hundred and twenty one dollars less. Uh, than we had budgeted for. Um, however, we uh, were fairly frugal in our spending, so we uh, didn't end up with a deficit, uh, and we actually spent well under what we were budgeting for because we noticed that the back half of our year, um, our monthly expenses were exceeding our monthly uh, giving, and so we cut back on our spending, and that allowed us to not have a deficit for 2019. So we actually, and at the beginning of 2019, we came in, if you've been around with St. Clair and come to family meetings before, in 2019, we came into the year with $125,000 of surplus funds. Um, and we allocated about $42,000 of that uh, in 2019 to one-time costs. Um, so, and then in 2019, because of our, um, thanks, Anne. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Thank you. So surplus from 2018 going into 2019, just over $125,000. Um, and we allocated, uh, again, about $42,000 of that to one-time spending. Um, and because of our frugal spending in 2019, um, so at the end of 2019, December 31st, 2019, we had uh, an additional $35,000 in surplus funds, which means, that sounds like a lot of numbers, going into 2020, uh, our surplus is about $118,000. Uh, so this is something that we want just the community to be thinking about and praying about. Uh, we've always run surpluses as long as we've been gathering um, as a community, and which has been amazing. Um, and sort of this last year, I feel like was our first year that we were really going through a whole year and, and really having it on our own. And we're hiring more staff and all these sorts of things. So um, it's always just this living, moving target of, of what we're doing. Um, and so we've been 
intentionally conservative in what we've been spending our money on. Um, and that's, that's kept us in a pretty uh, healthy position. Um, so in 2019, as I said, we gave over uh, $40,000 away through uh, our Missional Family Blessing Project, uh, which you can see here was $4,200. Uh, we sent some folks to uh, a conference out in Portland, um, a couple of our staff, uh, to uh, it was a missional communities conference, very much a missional families type of thing, uh, where our, our friend Joe Stanky from 24-7 was involved with that and invited a few of our staff out. Um, we gave away a few one-time gifts to uh, different partners in the city, such as GoHop uh, and True City, and also 24-7, uh, both in the Canadian presence and the U.S. presence. We gave uh, donations to those. So you can see 24-7 Canada, we gave 10,000 Canadian to, and we gave 10,000 U.S. Uh, to 24-7 USA, who have been supporting us tremendously uh, over the last three years uh, with sending, sending people up here constantly and just uh, an ongoing uh, resource that we can pull from. So that was $10,000 US after exchange at the time that we gave that, those funds as well. Um, and then there were also some uh, one-time uh, giving to some of our overseas mission partners as well, being the Greens, um, uh, the Lamb Sheds, and Zach Smoker. Um, the next slide, if we could, Jen, thank you. Uh, so none of, none of the numbers that I've been talking about so far include anything from our church plant, although they are under our charitable status. We're not including any of those numbers as we give them to you in this, uh, in this document. This does not include the church plant numbers. But the church plant is also in a pretty healthy situation as well. Um, they have a core group of families that are giving regularly, uh, and they also are receiving some grants from Vision Ministries, which are to go... Oh, is the wrong slide? Thank you. I wasn't paying attention to the slides. Hey. So this is this is the one. Yeah. Great. Thank you. Um, so this is the church plants budget. Um, not not too much to report here. They are they've also run a surplus for 2019 of twenty four thousand uh, dollars. Their uh, grant from Vision um, is to cover predominantly staffing, and they do have again some core families that are giving. So their expenses are quite low, um, but they're they're in a good position right now. Um, as far as where they find themselves. So with, we'll move on now to 2020 for us. Um, and I apologize that we're moving so quickly. Again, if you have questions, you can come up and talk to me afterwards if you have questions about this or send an email anytime um, to leadership at St. Clair Community Church.com. So uh, for 2020, uh, a big thing that we've always done is allocated 10% of our budgeted expenses toward uh, missions, meaning that we're giving giving uh, from our community outside of our community to things that don't necessarily benefit our community, if that makes sense. So um, for this year, we've, act, we've started regular monthly donations that we wouldn't have had in 2019 to the lamb sheds as they're preparing to go to France. Uh, Zach Smoker, who is currently uh, ministering in Japan, where he grew up actually as a missionary in Japan, um, and uh, 541, as well as 24-7 Canada, which again is a, a network of churches that we're a part of in 24-7 Canada, um, is, a, is a smaller organization at this point, but we're, we're here and we're able to support. And again, lots of resources come in from that. And then we're also continuing our support to Cat and Cody Green in Uganda, True City, and GoHop. Um, we've actually decreased a number of our expenses lines uh, as far as projected spending, and that's based more on our capacity to execute these things versus um, our desire to do these things, if that makes sense. Uh, we've, we've found that in past years, we've been very optimistic in what we've 
thought we would be able to accomplish. And so we have made our budget uh, reflect that and then realized when the rubber meets the road, we were lacking capacity to do everything that we thought we would be able to slash that we wanted to do. Um, now, all that to say is that we want you guys to be dreaming with us. We have, as you can see, we've got some money. Like we've, we've got like money in, in a lot of ways is not an issue for us at this, in this season. So if there's something, um, and when, when we're talking about capacity, we're talking about the leadership team and staff. And it's always our hope that our community is, is again, looking to where God is already moving and wanting to partner in that. And if you have ideas um, for this next season for us and things that, that are on your heart to, to execute and to plan and, and to, to see God's kingdom come, we want to hear about that. So please email us anytime, track us down, you know, uh, hit us up on Facebook, wherever. And, um, and we're happy to, to talk about that and to discern with you um, what, what the Lord might be calling you to. So just know that um, we're not hoarding these resources. They're here and they're here for, for God's kingdom. And we've made our budget based on the capacity that, that we know what we have. Uh, as far as a, a physical capacity, um, and just to know that there's a surplus of financial capacity that's that's available as well. If there's if there's things that that you're excited about and that you'd love that you like to bring to the leadership team for discernment and for uh, equipping. So, uh, just a quick thing to note on here too, though, um, our our lines of discipleship, kids, and worship are all currently sit above what has been spent in those areas in the last two years. So those are areas that are growing, and that we have also put um, resources behind um, as far as uh, some staffing as well to support those areas. Um, and you can also see our largest increase on uh, 2020 over 2019 is staffing. We have a, about a $42,000 increase on that line. Um, the roles have not changed uh, from last year. It's just that uh, about half of those roles only started halfway or even three quarters of the way through the year. So that number, that increase just reflects a full year of paying all the salaries of the people that we brought on. That Hopefully that makes sense. Um, and uh, one of the, I'm just, I'm just running down highlights here for us guys. So uh, I apologize that we were having to go through this so quickly, but uh, one of the reasons that we, the big reasons that we underspent in 2019 was we have, we have budgeted, I think the last two years to hire a bookkeeper, um, uh, like a full-time bookkeeper that would even be like someone outside of our community who would be keeping our books for us um, as a, as an area of accountability. But that just hasn't uh, been a, a need up until this point. Amy very graciously has been uh, doing our books for us uh, voluntarily. Um, but with her coming on staff in June of 2019, our goal is to remove that from her portfolio as far as like like a task that she's responsible for. She would still oversee finance. But uh, having one of our pastoral staff doing all of our payroll and reimbursements and, and all of that can be perceived as a conflict of interest. And we want to just make sure that we're we're removing that any perceived conflict of interest from that. So we will we are currently searching for a bookkeeper. Um, and so I'll just throw that out to here. If anybody knows a good bookkeeper, let us know. That would be great. Um, again, leadership at stclaircommunitychurch.com. That will eventually find its way to me. I've sort of been tasked with uh, putting together a proposal for some bookkeepers. Um, so that is uh, something that we will be spending that money this year on a bookkeeper where we haven't in years past. Um, the biggest play 
chance for sort of change in our budget this year is under our rental fees. Uh, because as Craig mentioned, we no longer have office space at 1401 King Street. We no longer have a prayer room space at 1401 King Street. Um, and so our our staff team are kind of homeless right now as far as an office is concerned. Ryerson has very graciously given us some space on Monday mornings where uh, the staff would have their regular staff meetings. Um, but we are looking for uh, new spaces. The church plant is also looking for a new space. They're really only going to be there for the next few months. Um, it's just not a great situation. Uh, we haven't had a great experience with the landlord. Um, a bunch of different things. So uh, they are looking, they're also actively looking for another space in that sort of that Delta East neighborhood um, to gather on a Sunday evening. Um, and, uh, but we have left the numbers the same as they were in 2019 because we know we're going to be renting something. Um, so we just thought we would just keep that the same all the way through the year because when we built this budget, we thought we were still going to be at 1401. And as Craig said, it was just January 15th that we moved out of that building. And that was a very quick turnaround of a large increase in rent uh, that we couldn't have any sort of recourse on. Um, so in total, in sum, we are looking to increase our budget from last year. Our budget increase from 2019 to 2020 will be about $31,500, uh, which is actually an increase of about $45,000 over what we brought in last year from all of our givings. So just I'll, I'll repeat that. Our, our budgeted expenses for this year are $31,550 more than what we budgeted for last year. And versus uh, what, our, what we are budgeting as our actual uh, income, that's actually an increase of $45,000 from our actual income for 2019. So all that to say is that uh, there is just some, maybe some stretching and some growing that's going to have to happen in our community when it comes to giving. Um, and we're going to try and keep that in front of us, uh, in front of our community. Um, and so, uh, you know, if, if you are regularly giving, like, thank you so much uh, for uh, just participating in that discipline of, of tithing. Um, and we're, we're just going to keep this in front of our community as, as something that we can, that we can move forward, uh, in as a family. So that's all from me and I'll give it to you. So this is all like really quick, right? To like, just make sense of all the numbers and like, it takes a lot of time. I'll speak for myself. It takes me a lot of time to like figure out what all the numbers mean. This isn't meant to be a sleight of hands, as in like, oh, here's the numbers, we've been transparent, okay, see you later, we're just going to duck out now. Like, that's really not what this is intended to be. So if you do have questions about this, we really do welcome that transparency, and you can email us or talk to us at any time. Also, like, there, this information is available at anybody's request. We'll send you the full books if that's what you really want. And it's also on the uh, email that gets sent out regularly Amy will make sure that there's We're gonna send it out this week. it'll be sent out yeah so you can go over at your own pace you can look at it you can ask your questions okay thank you for being here I know that a lot of us like this small number represents a whole lot of little people out there um, so there's uh, we recognize that we wanted to name April 5th we're planning to have a family meeting where we can spend a little bit more time together. We can uh, do some dreaming together as a community. We can talk about some of our vision as a church in a little more detail. It's really a great place for us to be together, pray together, to 
talk in more details to have space for questions as they come up about you name it. Okay. One of the things that we really want your prayer for is like, we have this like chunk of cash called surplus and we don't really, we don't know what to do with that exactly, but we do want to dream big and we want to invite you into that process as Dave mentioned. So Prayer is a huge part of that discernment process. And that's like part of something that we're steeped in as a leadership team that we just invite you to participate in that as well. So dream with us as we sort out what to do with it. We want to be responsible with it, not just like in an accountable way, but also like, God, how do you want us to spend this? Like, what can we do to, to bring your kingdom here on earth as it would be in heaven? I think that's it. <laughs> um, that's all from my notes anyway. So maybe one more thing. Um, this, this time of year in, in the last little bit has been uh, a season where as a leadership team, we discern like our, our role on the leadership team. And so we're just entering into this. We're just starting this space now. We're just like, okay, Whoever's been on the team for a while, is this time where you need a, need a break, you need a sabbatical from being on leadership team? And where if there are new members that need to come on, then we will enter into that process too. So we just want to name that this, this is a, a season where we're doing that discernment in terms of what our leadership team needs are and who is on the leadership team as well. So we just want to put that in front of you. And we just we really do ask for your prayers in that. It's it seems like something we could just go through the mechanism and we could, you know, end up on the other side and like, oh, here's our leadership team and ta-da. Like, we just don't want it to just be mechanical like that. We really do want discernment in that process. So we, again, invite your prayers into that. Um, just praying for the leadership team that we would be who God calls us to be. Thank you, everyone. Um, pray really quickly. God, thank you for, for being here again. Uh, we thank you for the for everybody that stood up here that, um, today and shared. We just, um, the people on the leadership team, we just ask your blessing in our community in that some way through our finances and through all the details that we talked about today that these things would be ways that we bring your kingdom here on earth as it would be in heaven. And so we just go with us in our day and we are, we seek your blessing in Jesus name amen thank you everyone